0: Well, hello my online all I'm back. Well, I have decided something today. You know what? I have decided the format of my podcast. What I will do is, I will take the last thing that I did in the previous one and start with that. that would be a good way to do stuff, you know. that would be a very beautiful way. So, the last episode we are talking about suicides at the end. And so we'll start with that. Suicides, a thing that, according to me, takes a lot of guts to do. But suicide is a thing that you hear about every, uh, sometime. You'll hear about it in the news, you'll hear about it everywhere. That suicides are suicide, things that are so common now that most people, unless they, it happens with somebody you know, or care about it, which is a bad situation to be in, obviously. But can you do anything about it? No. Can you? The best you can do is probably just try to keep you and the people you know away from it. Now, in life, well, there can be situation, There can be. There has been a situation with everybody at least once in life where they were totally hopeless. What would they do? They have. And. I have had that situation. I I can say I'm pretty much I have had a hopeless situation. Sometimes blaming yourself. Actually today I'd like to share with you that yeah my father died. My father died and sometimes you know I blame myself for it. Why well if you about the story, you'll know that well, my father was suffering from um, um, renal infection. Um, there has been a problem in his uh, kidneys for a long time, so he was actually uh, taking a lot of medicine and treatment. And it was fine till uh, you know, it's fine. Medicine is fine, you know, as long as uh, a patient is. Uh, uh, able to do his daily functions. It will not actually matter how many medicine it takes. Or so for me at least it's fine. Uh, I don't know actually what uh, a patient suffers from. But I've never been in that situation. And I cannot sympathize with it. Uh, I can sympathize with it. But I can't actually feel it. So I would not be a uh, hypocrite and say. Well I, f- I know what it feels like. Because I don't. So probably it was not fine for him. And I am a selfish person. It was fine for me as long as, as long as, you know, as long as he was there, it was fine for me. You know, it does not matter uh, how ill a family member is, you will not leave them alone. That is what family is for. So, he was suffering from it and you could see it uh, on on his body, on his uh, you know, uh, interaction, the daily interactions, you could see it as you were suffering from it. We tried our best uh, medically, my mom and uh, my brother and I, um, we just tried everything we could have done. I mean, I would not say that we tried everything, but everything that we could possibly have done, we tried. Um, all the traditional medicine to all the western all the western medicine even considered the uh, possibility of a transplant which uh, we were considering at that time so it one one uh, one fine day uh, it happened so that uh, my father started having uh, a very severe pain and uh, there has been a minor surgery there for uh, permanent uh, uh, Root of I, uh, I I don't actually remember. Central line, yeah, yeah, it, it was a central line. The central line there has been a uh, there was a surgery. Uh, I say a day or before or so there has been a surgery. on that. Hour. So we felt like well there was if there was any infection and as uh, Google nerd that I was I was very careless at that time. I just assumed that there was some infection problem so uh, we took it was you know middle of the night that the pain started Uh, so it took him to the hospital and all were closed because of COVID, and uh, there was no vacancy anywhere uh, and most just dismissing it so we came back but pain did not subside and in the morning we again went to the hospital through uh, a hailing a cab and went there and they were not, uh, you know, uh, admitting patients at that time easily. They just had to do a MRI and stuff. So um, he asked me if the patient was stable. Then you should take an MRI and then we will admit it, him. So I was, you know, I don't know. Maybe I, 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 I don't know. Maybe I just misunderstood him or something. I thought stable means that he could sit or something. I don't know, he could be, he not, nothing is actually seriously wrong. So I, I thought that, that was casual thing, you know. Pain is not something that was new, but I don't know, how it would turn into this serious. So uh, we, I said, okay, fine, we'll take an MRI and we, uh, he, um, we uh, put him on a wheelchair and went there, and there was a long line there. And my father was struggling, and we did not know that. Did not know that he did not have he didn't say anything he was uh gasping for breath and the mask situation was that I had to put a mask or everybody would misunderstand and stuff there was a lot of shit going on man I can't even I don't want to recall that it's painful to even think about that day it's very painful for me but I I thought I had to talk about it if I I, I had to talk about hopelessness day there was despair, despair. That day, I felt what uh, despair is... When it took him, finally, by some efforts, by my mother and me, uh, finally uh, raising our... We, finally, we uh, took him to the MRI uh, room. And there uh, he literally collapsed when he, we tried to get him out of the wheelchair. Then he put him on the machine. Uh, we, when he collapsed, well... Uh, we knew something was wrong So there was a stretcher And we put him on it And But still the hospital did not admit him Still they were not admitting him So we were panicking We tried our best to find any other hospital And I went to uh, book an ambulance So that I could take him To the uh, nearest available hospital And um, When I was uh, Looking for the ambulance My mother suddenly called me Said that my father was taken to the emergency room. Now, I rushed there and there waited for some time. And then the doctor calls me inside. He says, uh, "I'm sorry, we tried, but we could not save my father." Now, at this point in time, I was a, I was not exactly a kid, you know. I I was fairly an adult. Time, I actually don't know what my emotions were. I cannot recall them. I don't know. I just don't. At first, I didn't, you know, I can't believe it. It's like, it's not reality. I, this would be another dream. This would be another dream because I've had that dream a lot of times. I've had that dream. And I thought, well, I will wake up from it. This will be another dream. I started crying and I collapsed on the chair. There was nearby. I don't know. After that, at that point I was totally, my mind was blank. I did not know what to do. I knew my mother was sitting outside the emergency room. Uh, yeah, my mother was n- not informed with that at first. Doctor just called me. She was sitting outside the emergency room. I know my mother would collapse if I tell her that. What should I do about it? So, I, I just went, well, uh, I have to explain this first, There there's actually two sitting areas in that hospital, one is outside, there's a, there's an array of benches, um, seats, and there, there was inside, where I was sitting, mother was sitting outside, so, I went back, where I was, where I was after some time, and called my maternal uh, uncle, who was, you know, very supportive, and still is very supportive to us. So, on my eldest maternal uncle, then said, "Well, my father has passed." He also started crying, and then all the stuff happened. At that point, I went to my mother and said, "Well, uh, he is in the emergency room, and doctor said treat. He's fine, and he will be fine. You should go home somehow." And somehow, through a lot of convincing from me and other people who were there with me, uh, my family, friend, and people—they, a lot of them, say, sent her home. Somehow, I the ambulance and took my father home. That was a point in my life where I felt hopeless. I blame. Still, I blame myself for not taking proper measures, not uh, understanding, not taking the situation seriously enough. I did not change till now, I am still that kid. I will still not take situation seriously. I blame myself for it. Now this is a situation where you know most people will be in despair. But not suicidal obviously. So I don't know what uh, goes through a person's mind when he she is suicidal. I don't know. I cannot imagine if that is not the place, then what else could have? My mother was totally suicidal at that point. After hearing the news, when uh, I actually took my father's body home and uh, I told her about that, she was suicidal. She wailed and cried and rolled on the floor. There she was. There was the situation that has I had always, always tried to avoid. Now this was a situation which in any uh, drama that I liked would have been a tragedy. I inherently think after that I started watching Korean dramas, yes. I did not watch that many dramas before that. It was only after that. And I think that is the reason. That day is the reason I cannot handle any tragedy. So, after that, I somehow managed everything and I'm not talking about that anymore, so... Well, the point is that I'm saying... Stuff happens in everybody's life. My life, your life, no different. You could be a chable and I don't care. You could be a beggar and I don't care. Everything, everybody's life has their own challenges. No matter how rich you are, no matter which gender, your race, color, sex... Anything does not matter in face of adversity. I'm not a motivational speaker. That's just how it is. Just an average Joe. Has nothing but these words. I'm not trying to comfort anybody. This is, as as I already said, your online friend is as much as my friend as it is yours. This is just... Self healing. I have found this process very uh, self healing. I actually, you know, I actually what I do, I record these uh, podcasts and listen to it myself. Yes, I do it. I'm not, uh, it's not shameful to admit it. I do it because I know nobody will listen to them. I am recording these for myself so that I could have a friend not that i don't have friends it's just this is not something that i could freely discuss to anybody else, just if i look at their faces i cannot even discuss it on to my family because this is too much to say so i I actually did not think that much about it, you know. First, when I started this, it was 2-3 episodes before. Not, I just started it yesterday. I did not think about that much. I did not think about it. It's just a fluke. Just to wait time, to pass my time, just to wait to chill out. I did not think that you will get this serious. Yesterday, I was there and completely bored nothing with, had nothing to do. I was thinking what should i do i just discovered that yeah there's a uh, there's a thing called you know you could make your podcast and put it on spotify and stuff and i thought well why not try it? because trying is one thing i'm good at i tried a lot of stuff i tried um i used to train one then back in the day i used to try a lot of android apps just for the sake of trying it. Yes, just for the sake of it. I would go to the Play Store and download shit just for trying it. I'd try everything. Every app that cast caught my eye, I tried it. And then did nothing. And you would say that's waste of resources. That's entertainment for me. For me entertainment is different, I feel, from most other people. What most other people uh, find that entertainment is for healing Like I watch dramas Do you think it's for entertainment? No I know there's a hole in my heart Not that literal hole It's just a figuratively There's a hole in my heart There's a psychological shadow I try to fill it with happiness This virtual happiness Because you know Real happiness is not that easy to come by Virtual happiness, is easy, you could just watch dramas and stuff and that would not take that much of your effort, that much effort, So I do it. I do all of that, just to fill that void in my heart. There is, my life is at a limbo right now. I am stuck in between places. You could call it a midlife crisis, if I you may, know, but it's not actually a midlife crisis. I don't have that kind of crisis. It's, it's just I don't know what, to, how to describe it. It's just the way it is. So, from my heart, I would say suicide is never an option. You could not end your life. Uh, I would say the same thing that I said to my mother that day. Your life is not yours only. What would your family, your friends, your loved ones do when you end your life? You could take the easy way out. What about that? Or rather you want that everybody suicides after uh, seeing their loved ones suicide. Well, that's a good uh, way to end population. But... Not that a good way, not that good way to live. Positivity is important in life. I've always had uh, the, the belief that as long as you stay positive, it does not matter what situation you are in. It's just a matter of perspective, how you see things. Yeah, It has been always like that. There was only once in my life where I had doubt of this only once that was the day my father died except for that I had never had doubt in this way no matter what happened to me I did not let myself wander off you know even when I got hurt I would just think that probably it's for the best I should be careful next time that's what I used to think even when I got uh, rejected mercilessly by the crush that I had I thought well, it better to be rejected than to have no answers at all because... and I know I'm just consoling myself for the sake of consoling myself but that's how I think That's better than, you know, being positive is better than being anything else because, you know, at least you should be happy about it. If you can't be successful, you should be happy at least. Now, problems are there. Problems will always be there. There's no magical formula for solving the equation of problems. so many variables in life, there are so many things that happen on a day-to-day basis On a second to second basis So problems will occur Universe there is not a determinist equation Universe cannot be determinist You, know. you cannot determine, determine what is going to happen next From the smallest particles To the largest cosmic um, entities Nothing is certain. and Nothing will ever be certain. I believe in that. I don't know who said it. At first, but chaos is inevitable. You know, the only uh, way to you for you to uh, make yourself happy is just not give a fuck about it. Give zero fucks about what the world is, in, what the state of the world is. Why should you give a fuck about it? You should not. You have one life. Why not live it the way you want? And if something goes wrong, well, there's always a second chance. And you know? if there is not, you could make it. Now, we are coming to an end. And as I have talked about a lot of stuff, you know, I have to talk about something for the next episode, right? <laughs> What should I talk about? Next? Should I talk about the all the stuff I talked about in the first episode, but actually did not get to expand on it? Well, next episode, I think we should talk about immortality. You know, immortality. Why? <laughs> Such a random topic, dude. You just pulled in a suicide and immortality. They are nothing. Immortality is a gift, never a curse and no matter what any fucking person says, I would not believe it is a curse. You know why you want to know? Because why would you think that? Why would you connect immortality to a curse? It is basically like having eternal life, which is better than having no life. Because life is what you are. I am fucking scared of that. I will tell you. Right? Fucking scared of it. I don't care what people say. No, I don't care about it. If I had a chance to be uh, immortal, there are not a lot of things that can dissuade me from doing it. there are things. I, I say some things. There are some things. But most of the things will not be able to dissuade me You could give any fucking reason like, you know, it's better to be uh, um, Having a mortal life so you could respect life so you could do this so you could blah blah blah. I don't care You are immortal you could solve any problem given the time well, infinity is the amount of time In which even if you give a monkey a typewriter and he just types randomly He will type everything that has ever been made so there will be a solution to every problem just have the just must have the time to look for it and that's what immortality gives you it gives you infinite time and thus immortality is the best I will end this episode with saying it's better to be uh, obviously, yeah, I, I would also like to add one thing, if you are going to be immortal, you should at least be invincible at the same time, because you can't end up like Deadpool dude, that is gruesome, I don't have one, you should not age man, you should not age if you are immortal, that would be very bad.